confidence to seek you and wisdom to find you today. May our ears hear your voice, our eyes see your goodness, and our tongue proclaim your name as we commit our life again to pleasing you. Amen. Please be seated. In this day and age, uh, often on the TV news, you see people who are being interviewed, and they are being interviewed via their computers and their computer screens. And very, well, so, so, sometimes you see some amazing, funny things happen as a result. For example, there was a guy who was being interviewed on the news, and then suddenly in the background you see his little four-year daughter march through into, uh, into shot by his computer, and the guy is there saying, just trying to sort of carry on, moving her away with his arm. I don't know if you saw it, but then the famous one was then uh, a baby in her walker then comes a, a, along through the door and her mum and their mum, knowing where the children think, oh my word, where are they? Rushes through the door, slips on the floor, grabs the children and hauls them out of the room and slams the door. And the guy just carries on trying to make sense of that. Wow, what an interruption. And we're going to be looking at interruptions today. And I wonder how you look at interruptions. Interruptions often for us can be distractions, can be quite annoying. But in our gospel today, they are probably open up opportunities and possibilities. In our gospel, we hear of two amazing miracles. And uh, in terms of the context, they happen after two other miracles that we hear of Jesus uh, uh, undertaking. One of that is the, uh, the, the calming of the storm. Again, where Jesus is calm and uh, exudes his, his wonderful power to bring stillness. And the second we read is when Jesus heals uh, a man with a demon. And these are four big stories, which we'll hear again next week. The, uh, the people in Nazareth ask the question to, 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 to Jesus, who is this man? Where did you get your power from? But more of that next week. Jesus, he gets off his boat, or the boat, and he's immediately struck by this big crowd. And uh, he starts walking, and he experiences his first interruption, that of Jairus. Jairus, he's the leader of the synagogue, and he falls down at Jesus' feet. He's got a position of power almost, but he puts all that aside because he's so concerned about his 12-year-old daughter. He begs Jesus to come back with him. Jesus sees his faith. Jesus sees his pain and anguish and decides, yes, let's go back with him. But then there is another interruption in this story, and uh, we don't know the lady's name. He, she doesn't come from the front, she comes behind Jesus, and yet she is st still also full of anguish and pain. She's been suffering from a particular condition for 12 years, and she thinks to herself, if only I can touch Jesus, I will be healed. She touches Jesus, and Jesus feels power gone out of him. 
and he stops and asks the question, who touched me? So the first point about interruptions, interruptions cause us to see what we may have missed. And it's, uh, as I've been reading through uh, the gospel this week, it's, it's, come, it's quite amazing that Jesus, he wasn't aware of this woman in the crowd until the, the woman came and touched him. This woman was uh, suffering and has been suffering for uh, a long time. And if she hadn't touched him, Jesus wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have met this woman in need, a woman of faith, a woman who wanted to, to, to get uh, healing for herself. And sometimes, perhaps, we need to be interrupted to see what we may have missed and to see what God might want to do and see what God might want us to see in a situation. Maybe we need to be interrupted from our, our favorite TV or football match or internet in order to play a compliment to people. Sometimes we might need to be interrupted to actually take the focus off ourselves and onto other people. After all, the Bible is full of interruptions. We see Moses being interrupted in the desert for the burning bush. We see Isaiah being interrupted in the temple. And we also see Paul on the way to Damascus also being disrupted and interrupted and being changed as a result of that. And maybe interruptions are a way of God helping us to see what we might not see. In this world of a pandemic, perhaps we can see this as an interruption. And perhaps we might need to ask ourselves, what might God be saying to us individually, us as a church, as a nation, and as, a, as our world? What might God be wanting to say to us? Our next point, uh, interruptions allow us to hear and respond to others and their stories. And this woman, she had a, a really hard story that we hear about. She'd been sick for 12 years. She had, uh, her sickness had caused her to lose all her money, all her friends. She was classed to be unclean. And hers was a story of a woman seeking out existence uh, as she, she tries to make ends meet. And I don't know, we all come across situations in our own life. People like to tell stories. And often these stories are full of sadness and hardship and heartache. Perhaps those interruptions where we hear people wanting to tell our story, we are almost like Jesus in that place. And perhaps we need to consider how we are going to re respond and react to people in those contexts and those situations. How can we help those in those places of need and desperation? And we hear over, again, the pandemic, many churches have heard the stories of what's happening in their communities and responding and even finding new ministries as a result of that. But it's not all bad news. For this woman, she also found healing and had great, uh, a great deliverance 
and I'm sure as a result of that she was telling everybody. And there's also some good news and for us as a community of faith there are many examples that perhaps happen in our lives and other lives of God still being there and uh, making a difference. And perhaps we also need to share those stories to encourage each other. And I would invite you to tell Ruth and Heather any of those stories that can be a place of encouragement for each one of us. And my third point, that interruptions are pauses, but they allow God to achieve his purposes. You know, sometimes pauses are meant to be that God couldn't do what he wanted to do without those pauses along the road on the journey. He will still get there, but those pauses are important. And again, there's lots of examples of pauses in the Bible. We hear of a Samaritan woman pausing by a well and Jesus talking to her and the whole town coming to hear Jesus as a result. We hear the whole Israelite nation pausing by the Red Sea and seeing the whole of um, the, the sea being parted as a result of that pause. Those pauses can be really impactful. Personally speaking, um, I'm moving towards ordination this time next year. Very exciting. But I've spent the last 12 years out working in the university. And I moved from there from actually working in the diocese. And I never thought that I would have the chance to potentially move to ordination. But now I'm looking back at it, I can see that these, these years at the university have been a place where I've learned a lot, grown a lot, and I, I see it now as a pause in my journey. And actually I see it as a really good thing as I move towards a destination. For the woman, that pause, that pause was really key for her. She found a great deal of healing. And not just physical healing, but actually the well-being. Jesus, he called out, she came forward, and as a result of a real honest talk with Jesus, she actually found wholeness, restoration. I don't know if you heard, but Jesus talked to her as daughter. Jesus almost like in, um, restored her identity. And we find in the Bible, in the New Testament, so much restoration and, and identity being restored as a result of people knowing that they are children, they're sons and daughters of our God. And not only that, but as a result of speaking uh, what she'd been through to everybody, everybody could see that she was healed, and actually everybody could then have the responsibility of bringing them back into that community. She was restored completely as a result of that interruption. But Jesus didn't just stay with the pause. Jesus went on to Jairus. What about Jairus? Well, at that point, we hear another interruption. Jairus's friends or people come around and say, well, it's not worth troubling Jesus any longer. But Jesus, in the, that, that time, looked at Jairus and said, 
Have faith. Be, take care. And in life, you know, we can experience these interruptions. And just like uh, Jairus, Paul Jairus had to wait for this interruption of this woman. He was desperate for Jesus to get to his daughter as quickly as possible. But yet he had to show faith. He had to be, be patient. What's encouraging for me is that in those hard times where we're patiently waiting for Jesus to act, Jesus, for Jairus, gave encouragement. He said, I'm with you. And not only that, he then walked alongside Jairus all the way from that place, all the way home. And he was with Jairus, took Jairus into the room, and Jairus witnessed an amazing miracle. I can't guarantee miracles for, for everyone, but there is a sense of Jesus taking us to our end destination and walking with us along the road and being with us where we are. So how can we sum up today? Well, interruptions, they cause us to see what we may have missed. What might you have missed today? Interruptions allow us to hear and respond to stories. How are you responding to others? Have you got some good news to share? And interruptions are pauses. They allow God to achieve his purposes where we can see him at work, but they don't keep us from our final destinations. So next time you're interrupted, maybe try and see it as a possibility. What is God trying to say to me today? instead of perhaps seeing it as an annoyance and a distraction. I'd like to finish off just by praying, if I may. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, open my eyes of faith to see your illustrations of love in the inter interruptions of my life today. Lord, help me to see these moments as opportunities to love and to accept your love and the love of others. And help me share the good news of your great love with everyone I know. Slow me down so that I can receive and give to others. In Jesus' name. Amen.